0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We love to hunt. We love to shoot archery. We fucking cuss a lot. We do our thing. We're working class. We work our asses off, and we love our veterans. If there's a problem with any of this, you might want to find a different bowhunting podcast to listen to. But if you're down, which I hope you are, welcome, and we hope you enjoy. I'm Chase Ralston with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff
1: Lindsay. This is
0: Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi,
1: I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors.
0: Hey, this is Nick Lunt from Bow Collector.
1: Hey, this is Melissa Buckman.
0: Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class
1: Bow, hunter. Working, class bow hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Working Class Bowhunter. Working Class hunter. Working Class, bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class bow hunter. That's right, this is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in.
0: Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bowhunter.
1: It's really, really not that good. good, good. Working <laughs> Class Bowhunter. Work. Worth, work, 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 it? work, work,
2: This is episode number two hundred and twenty-two of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at sixteen hundred Buck Slayer Place, the beautiful Buckatorium. Just Kurt and Steve in the studio. I'm really radio voicey today. I am Steve. There is Kurt. Hey, hey guys, welcome. Hey, how
0: are you? Welcome to Working Class
2: Bowhunter Radio Show. Hey, it's five thirty in the morning. Let's talk politics. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. I hate that so much. Roseanne, hey, she tweeted. Now her show's gone. Anyway. Uh, this is episode number 222 of the finest bow hunting podcast on the planet, I might add. Beautiful Sherrard, <laughs> Illinois. I don't know if I mentioned that. Here's what I did do, though. This is episode number
0: 222.
2: Mm. So I decided to Google the meaning of 222 because there was something about this episode. that I don't know. And I went to... Triple uh,
0: twos, triple twos.
2: Intuitivejournal.com. <laughs> intuitive the spiritual meaning of 222. And they say it's, take this with a grain of salt, the general meaning of 222 or 222 or two two is letting you know that there is a shifting of the grid in your thoughts. Follow those thoughts, for they are the best interest for completing your life's purpose. How fitting!
0: Damn, nice. Okay. For this
2: episode, it's fitting. Dude, you know what? Maybe we should follow our. Uh, or feng shui a little more and just let the numbers tell us what the episode's gonna do. So a shifting of the grid. This isn't gonna be a funny podcast. This yeah, is it gonna might be a be. it might be. This is gonna be a lot of numbers. So I nah, need to shift really my grid.
0: Yeah, we're talking measuring white tails today. Mm-hmm. So,
2: Maybe this means something, dude.
0: I don't know what's happening. Dun, dun, but thank you for tuning in. We're going to talk about measuring whitetails. Um, we're going to cover a few things first. Steve's got a veteran shout out. <laughs> I do. Why he pulls that up? <laughs> well, if you would pull like
2: website up again,
0: <laughs> if you'd like to submit someone for a veteran shout out, uh, go to workingclassbowhunter.com, The contact form and scroll down. You'll see the veteran <laughs> shout out form. Uh, submit it. Help us with name pronunciations, and there you go. Submit. Steve will get it. I'm guessing.
2: Uh, I'm guessing this vet is, uh, is from Wisconsin. No, no, maybe not. Yeah, uh, the email from the sender is, I knew it, I knew it. The vet shout-out for this week, Sergeant First Class Ryan Parkansky. He's uh, Army. This is Branch. Here's some additional info on him. 33 years old, four tours, two to Iraq, two to Afghanistan, and currently at Fort Stewart in Georgia. He hung in there. Good for you. Uh. Parent to uh, Pierce Parkinski. Uh, He's a great soldier and one hell of a good man. Memorial Day is possible because of people like him. Uh, Thanks for your... uh, Thank you for the time. Uh, Guys love doing the podcast and keep on doing what you're doing. That's from your buddy Joe... Dude. Poten. Fotenhauer. Joe Fotenhauer. Let us know how you say say that. I think these guys are from Wisconsin. I could be wrong, but... uh, It's a weird guess, but thanks, guys. But, hey, uh, you know, Ryan, thank you for your service to this country. Joe, thank you for uh, sending that in. We really appreciate it. We appreciate all that vets do because without them, we we would not be able to do this podcast in English or period. We would probably be doing something British right now or various other country that we Thanks, fellas.
0: Appreciate that. Um, Yeah, so – sorry i'm like you you were supposed to are save okay? me from that i'm like coughing kind of are you
2: okay kurt you know what <laughs> it is you took a little drink of the hen dog, the hen dog. <laughs> if, uh, we did two lives earlier and kurt drinks a uh, drink a little bit of hennessy so he's not on his rocker today like no, I, i'm on my rocker i'm full um, of hen dog we need
0: to get, cover something real quick next week we have our working class bow hunter shoot uh we're pretty much done uh we're capped off capacity we're capped off camping everything all that um So next week the podcast is going to be released earlier because we have set up later in the week. So it will probably be out Tuesday night, um, not a typical Thursday night or Friday morning whenever you listen. Um, So keep on a lookout for that. And I was going to say something else, but I don't remember. Um,
2: Go ahead and uh, in the meantime, while Kurt's thinking of that, if you want to uh, help support us on our podcast, go to workingclassbowhunter.com go buy some hats and stuff we uh we got some new colors and they're coming back in we sold out of them
0: yeah it was all, it was good in like it, a few days
2: it was good dude you need a new summer hat because Patch of your hats are that- getting a
0: facelift they'll be in late next week i think <laughs> so that's uh, that's fun uh this episode is brought to you by Syncrusher crusher elite archery hha sports uh check them out They're they've been great to us uh we love all their products so check that out all right this podcast measuring white tails. And what we're gonna do here, our buddy D Rock from Connecticut is gonna hop on the phone and then we'll just kind of explain why that is once we get him on, and then I'll explain what we're doing with this, with this episode and where we're gonna take it. So hope you guys enjoy and learn a thing or two. If you have any questions, uh working com. hit the contact form and ask them there. Appreciate you listening. Enjoy.
2: All right, on the phone with us, uh calling from I guess the only payphone left in the country, all the way from the dirty water, Waterbury, Connecticut. We got the homie D-Rock on. What's up, homie?
1: What's good? What's good? Drinking good in the neighborhood.
0: <laughs> Damn. I made Kurt do a couple <laughs> pulls of hen dog.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. D-Rock is flying out to see us next week for the shoot for all the way from Connecticut, so that's crazy. Damn, dude.
2: Yeah, man. I'm definitely looking forward to that. It's
1: going to be a good time.
0: Yeah, and last time we recorded with Rock, it was at in Des Moines, Iowa, at the Classic. You yeah. flew out there to hang out with us. He came so, pre-scouted
2: awesome. Des Moines the day before, pre-scouted. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was a good time, actually. We made things happen, and uh, that's what we're trying to do in this episode is uh, keep the record on things. You know what I'm saying?
0: That's right, that's right. So uh, going off of that, you had interest in becoming a measure. Um, this episode's obviously all about measuring deer and critters, well, measuring deer on this one. And, uh, you had reached out and we kind of made a habit. I don't know if you want to just kind of bounce off that and explain a little bit of that story.
1: Well, yeah, you know, um, especially, uh, everyone that, that heard that episode, uh, 207 when I, when I first came on with you boys, I just wanted to uh, touch base on mainly all the newbies getting into the field. I mean, I always wanted Big Game but never Whitetail, and I felt like that was God damn it. Sorry,
0: guys. My phone. Someone's called in. I'm supposed to be on Do Not Disturb. <laughs>
2: damn, d you're so popular,
0: dude. People are already calling in, man. This
2: yeah. episode ain't even been released yet. People want to holler. I know. It. So, <laughs> I, po- I apologize uh, for that. It's
1: all good. Yeah, you know, the hood does that sometimes, so I'm sorry. And uh, and the hen dog's bringing it out of me, too. So
2: Are you drinking Hennessy, okay. too?
1: <laughs> no, no. Actually, I'm on the Elijah Craig, just like last episode. Um, the hen dog ain't for me. You know, that's too hood for me. I live in the hood, <laughs> but I stick with Elijah. Straight cowboy juice. You know how it is. <laughs> all right, back, but, back to the topic. Sorry, yeah, man. To this. Right, right. No, no, it's all good. Uh, back to it is... Uh, you guys really opened me up to how important it is, especially conservation and getting everyone involved is there's so much to it. Kurt said it best, quote unquote, it's a deep rabbit hole, if you will. And what that means, I took it lightly at Iowa because we partied all weekend, but you know what? All those words really set in and the blueprints of all that is, it goes so much deeper. Uh, you could get so much more involved and make sure that your grandkids even are gonna experience everything you experience. This is the American tradition, and we gotta just follow it. You know what I mean?
0: For sure, for sure. I appreciate you quoting me there. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but it's it is, man, it's crazy. you know you can hunt you can go as deep as you want. and for me when I was younger, well, how I got involved in measuring, I, one, it was always interesting to me the process because the guys I grew up hunting were just like studs, just knew knew the game. Had been they grew up hunting bow hunting, and one guy, um, Jim Burns, he could just see a deer and be like, "Boom! That deer scores this and." Turns out that deer, that's what that deer measured. Like, it was just amazing to me. And, I, remember,
2: I remember I got a trail cam pick, and this is how, like, how true it is to you. I got a trail cam pick of a, a really good deer, and you sent that to Jim, and you go, you better be hunting that deer tomorrow because Jim said that that's 180, like or it was like 160 all day. Well, yeah. yeah like, you better be after him.
0: Like, I have a good, I can guess, like, get it in the ballpark, but Jim's like, I, if I'm like, yeah, I think I'm right, I'll check in with Jim. Jim's like, no, that's the, yeah, for sure that's it <laughs> Like, it's to the inch. Like, I have deer like, hey, I measured this deer. Guess where you go? It's just to test him And I'm like, yeah, you were like three-eighths of an inch off. Like, that's impressive. Um,
2: Not a sixteenth and then of an inch
0: off. Go, <laughs> Yeah, we'll go get into hell. that later. <laughs> um, and then another guy that I hunted with when I was younger was a Pope and Young measure. And that's what got me into wanting to be a measurer for the Pope and Young. And that's kind of where it all happened for me. Um, I've been in a measure for going on 10 years now, so an official measure. And,
1: bro, yeah, yeah, and congratulations to you, you know what I mean? Thanks, in, in, that, in that aspect, I definitely look up to you because that's something I wish I got involved a lot younger, but my family was all military and, and not hunting, which is kind of an oxymoron because you, you would think that goes hand in hand in America. But, honestly, I raised myself hunting, and the only one that got me into it was my grandpa's in Mexico, on his ranch, but that's an, a, another episode, another day. Right. Um, but what brings me back to uh, how you started is it's just amazing how you had the influence enough to know and have the know how to get involved young, or young enough, anyways. So this way, 20 years down the road in, in this game, you'll be claiming off numbers. You know, I'm like, oh, that's definitely 160, that's definitely one. 138 you know what i mean right for and sure That's where experience comes is everyone you learn from is telling you exactly what's going on
0: for sure and, and it's a weird thing when you are uh a measure it's i always remember these words uh shout out jeff pals he's the guy that uh we hunted with and he's a, a great hunter um and just the deep respect and passion for the outdoors he had kind of had to talk with me because i it's not like he pushed it on to me to be a measure or my dad did or anybody else did, or even to like be as into hunting as I am, it was an interest of mine. But I think I just got all the right opportunity thrown in my face while I had peak interest. And that's where it took off as my lifestyle. You know, I made it my lifestyle and like growing into it. I was like, I'm going to make this a part, a permanent part of my life in one way or another, where I'm always involved with, with deer and the people that love deer hunting, you know? So that's where the, that the interest boiled in. But one thing he said to me before I became a measure, when um, I knew I was going to become a measure, he's like, you know, it's a pretty big honor to be a measure, and you know, you're kind of looked at at a, in a different standard in the bow hunting community once you kind of hold that title as a measure. You know, ethics is number one, respect is 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 right in there. We, we, you know, obviously with ethics, but you're just looked at differently, and you need to. You don't ever speak for the club, but you are you're the you're the soldier out in the field for the club yeah like you're part of that club so it's the soldier for sure yeah so it's dude it's just a cool feeling man and it's a it's a good family to be a part of and i encourage everyone to join pope and young or boone and crockett or both it's a 40 dollars membership and it's right in line with ethics and everything we're all about um i can't i don't speak for the club i don't represent them as pope and young I'm just telling you, I've been a measure for a while and a, and a member, and I, I love the club.
2: So how does, how does somebody become a member? What, what's the process?
0: How do you do that? Uh, at uh you can go uh, and do that there. You can call down the office and just do that that way. That's how I renew my memberships. I just call and do it. Um, or if you enter an animal, that's a $35 entry, and then there's a form that comes with your fair chase form that you fill out, and you get to uh, join as a member at a discounted rate for entering an animal.
1: Actually everyone I'd like to shout out Lisa at Pope and Young administration. Uh you're really serious about this? this. is something definitely to up your game, get you exposed to wild game species and especially if you're in love with Wild Whitetail, everyone wants the in. And if you want the in, call five oh seven eight six seven four one four four and ask for Lisa. You serious about this? This will get you in. Uh just definitely be passionate about it though. This has to be your life. It's not a hobby. It's the way you live. Yeah,
0: right. you can't half-ass it. You can't. Yeah, no. Let and tell them. Tell them, uh, you heard about it on Working Class Bowhunter. She'll be like, Working Class Bowhunter. I won't have no any idea. But
2: yeah, are those drunkards. Right. Right on. <laughs> hey, so
1: le- that's where you heard it from. WCD
2: podcast. Working Class Bowhunter. <laughs> the only one. <laughs> let me. Uh, and I want to ask you this because um, you know, D-Rock, you just had some. Uh, you got a really cool letter in the mail. Um, I want to tie into we'll, that. We'll yeah, talk about how we got to that. Yeah, and I, want to, uh, and I want to find out how you got to that. So explain the process of, say, you know, you, you, you're you so passionate about what you do. You're willing to give up your time, drive miles. You know, maybe – I don't know how far you, you would drive because, you know, you can look on Pope and Young's website. I drove
0: to the Pope and Young headquarters. That's where I did my
2: class. Well, I'm saying to to go measure different deer. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. But, like, you can look at, at Pope and Young, uh, their website, and they'll put your zip code in. You'll find a measure near you. And everybody has to be, you know, verified and stuff like that. But you know, you want to put all these countless hours in because you care about the animals that um you know, you're you're measuring. Explain that process, like what made you want to do it, and then what did you have to go through to get to be an official measure and what is DRock gonna have to to do to become doing? an official measure? Yeah.
1: You know what, Steve? Those are three really good questions, Dan. And I have an answer for everyone. Uh, What truly made me want to be a measure is I've been hunting self-taught all my life. So everything I ever learned, it's from my exposure to the hunting world. And like I said in episode 207, the hunting world is embracive in the fact that everyone brings you in, gives you good tips, and it's a brotherhood. Um, My family is all spread apart. We're Mexicans, so you know we got brothers and sisters out there. <laughs> wow. uh, Please you explain. Know, I don't we, get that. Hey, hey, S, S. Roseanne. She knows about the wall, oh, right? Oh, come on. <laughs> Savage. Uh, nah, oh, you're going to get our show canceled. On <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm that aspect, though, is it, it's a brotherhood that everyone's a part of, and everyone tries to help, especially newbies out, because we're – I don't want to say we're a dying tradition. I see it on social media all day long, but you know what? I don't believe it. I mean, everyone is posting everything they do about fishing and hunting and conservation. It's it's hard to believe that it's a dying tradition. I really think it's on the rise. Higher than the economy.
2: Yeah, now, I would say, but it seems that way. Yeah. I mean, dude, go look at, like, you know, we're working class. Go look on job sites and stuff, dude. You'll see, like, everybody's got, like, antler stickers on their work trucks, hard hats, stuff like that. Dude, it's it's out there still, man. I believe it's growing.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's not a dying tradition. What it is, it's making a rebuttal to Democrats and liberals, and and we're definitely going to come back full full stride, for sure.
2: Whoa. For sure. I thought but you said enough. you were, uh, huh, that's a bold statement. From D. Rock. <laughs> the uh, the self proclaimed Mexican guy.
1: Weird. <laughs> hey man, I'm the I'm, this be told true. I'm the only Mexican member out of my family born in the United States. And you know what? My whole family dreamed of living in the United States, and they're living that dream. So the quote, "The American Dream," it's it's not a myth. It's reality because all of them are doing right. They got their citizenship the right way, and they're all doing everything the way they're supposed to. And me, I'm just fully indulgent in the American tradition because there's nothing better than being American.
2: All right. Sure. That's all right, man. Hopefully they watch a bunch of Dusty Rhodes matches just to become an American because that's the true American dream. <laughs> okay, <laughs> son of a plumber, daddy. <laughs> Let, let's get deerhog back on the
1: So, So on, going on back to it, not, yeah. To, yeah, not to get curveballs, uh, going back. Steve
0: will throw D- those at you. I will. <laughs>
1: It's what happens what happens at w c v but uh the process of it though the process of it I was actually uh a, a, a little daunted to be honest um meaning that you know there's a a lot to to fill the spot, so to speak if you want to be an American pope and young measurer, you need to represent that to the fullest. Not only in just words, it's your actions. You need to live the actions.
0: Yep, and, that's why I hate um, on people who get caught poaching so hard, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh man, I couldn't agree most because you know what? In Mexico, it's okay to be. I know. I know this will burn Americans up, but I'm telling you the reality. In Mexico, you can be an ethical poacher. I know, oxymoron. Right. But ethical poacher basically, you're living off the land. So maybe, yeah, you gotta eat. maybe, right, maybe, just maybe, I can't quote America, but maybe that's how America used to be. But then you get the poachers that used to abuse the fact of being ethical and living off the land that that's why everything changed. Mexico still lives that way. Um, America, it rightfully so lives by their words, and you got to go by everything that they present. And follow their ethical laws, and I'm all for it too, because ethical, ethically, America's overpopulated, so you want to make sure that everything in conservation still exists. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, exactly, yeah. Cause, you know, and the
0: measuring is, and the me- the record book is a conservation tool. Yeah, and you can argue that, but if you think about it, it is, you know. You know,
2: and it, it goes back to that. Hey, if you get caught stealing just because to, to live you know you had to steal to have something to live that that's something different but you know it, it may be that way in Mexico that's just the way that maybe that country's run I'm not here to rag on anybody but in no, America
1: rag on them, man. Rag on them. no man there, there's a, <laughs>
2: hey they're good hard-working people just like you and me but well they, I want, man, I want higher to... ups made bad decisions but here in America you know you don't have to hunt to live It's it's, it is.
0: We need conservation. It's different. We do,
2: but it is the true American blessing to be able. It's it. it, it, That's the greatest thing about America. uh, America is, um, and you know, Canada too. um, A lot of modern countries that allow hunting. It is great to have the ability to be able to harvest your own food, go out and kill your own food, but you don't have to. Is the is the great thing about being in America. With that being said. And we don't have to talk back on what he was going. I was just going to say, we don't have to let, you know, we shouldn't let that because we don't have to kill. We should not let that tradition go the way. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I was angling at.
1: I agree, man. I agree. So let's get back to the the last question is what it entails. Uh, Actually a mix of, of question two or three is what it entails to become a measure and ending up into what it will involve afterwards. And I'll ask, I'll put Kurt on the spot. Um, and I know you'll get this right, but maybe not word for word because you've been in it for a long time. The mission statement
0: mm.
1: of helping your own club. Yep. What, can you explain that? I, not word for word. I, I can say word for word and then you explain it. I think that would be best. What do you think?
0: Well, I word for word, no, I can't. It's been so long since I don't read it every day. Um, but you know, I do know it's, it's basically why it's, why the Pope and young is what it is and what it stands for. And it's like what it strives to be is what the mission statement is. And, you know, in that the mission statement, and then they have all the, um, like definition of a bone arrow Mm -hmm. and all that stuff is in there that qualifies. Uh, now I could not give you word for word, man. (laughs) It's been so long. No, no, no. I
1: don't expect a word for word. Uh, I'll do this. Uh, let me say it word for word and you explain it because it'll be great. Okay. Actually, coming from someone more experienced. Uh, mission statement is to protect the future of our B- 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 hunting heritage and promote the cons- conservation and welfare of habitat and wildlife.
0: Yep. Straight up. Yep. So, you know, basically, you're putting in – the way I explain it, and this would be in my words, is when someone comes to measure a deer, and one thing, the the book – the record book, a lot of people can talk bad about it. It's a number. It's a fucking number. But it's what it does is promotes selective hunting, which is shooting mature animals. Mm-hmm. Mature animals are healthy animals. Big numbers in the record book means animals are breaking records and are healthier because of conservation of our part. Um, and I always sell it as you go down a piece of bow hunting history when you put your name in that record book. It doesn't go away.
2: Um. Yeah. Do you think like the druries would be uh be as popular as they are if they didn't shoot big deer? Yeah, right. so people like right. like big deer, and it's because they've you know not not that they've held to this standard, but because again the 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 that they're selective, um, and that principles there that hey, you want to shoot big quality deer, and that's kind of that's something that Pope and Young strives for. That's why yeah. I I I love this organization. I don't it's, know. It's, I don't great. know
0: if I did it word for word well enough, but I'm kind of ashamed that I don't know it more word for word, but I, you know, it's been so long. Nah, nah, don't be ashamed
1: because that explanation is better than the mission statement. You know what I mean? Right. It it goes into detail what the mission statement is about. That's definitely perfect. For sure.
0: Well, let's, let's go ahead and talk about like the process. Once you got into like the application and stuff, um, like maybe like uh, what we had to do and then let's cut into the actual process of measuring. Yeah. This is kind of our pre-explanation of why we think measuring deer is important. And, and this is kind of our little plug for Pope and Young. We're not representing Pope and Young. We just like Pope and Young. Um, and this is kind of, it goes back a long way. You know, this measuring system is that Pope and Young and Boone and Crockett have the same measuring system. It's it's the standard. So we're just doing a little bit of uh, explanation before we go into the actual process. Yeah,
2: and yeah, now that this information is here, I, it, I'm more curious to hear why you guys, you know, especially you, D-Rock, why, why you still want to, go do what you got to do
1: well uh, i'll tell you what uh quote unquote not for nothing but uh getting into this big game world it really showed me the importance of measuring and keeping track of every type of species whitetail including coos deer or, or officially cattle deer. um by just making sure everything is in order and keeping track of where they're located and when they're harvested. Um, and the process did not include, uh, a, I won't say lengthy, but detailed application to make sure what your background is, who you're affiliated with, um, the experience in measuring big game, and then also your references. I mean, you got to be known as a, a well-kept dude. That again, it's not only a hobby; it's the way you live, and that you really want to see this progress to the next level. We need to bring it back where it came from, basically.
0: For sure, yeah. They want to know that you're a good person, you're ethical, and they want you know, they want you basically have references, and then that includes having. Uh, do they require? I can't remember two. Measures to write letters of reference?
1: Yes. Uh, Pope and Young is two. Boone and Crockett is three. And uh, it pays off to know someone that's already in the club. Worker,
0: It does, man. It, it helps. <laughs> it, it helps, man. It, and that's the thing is, you know, I have – I've had several people approach me. Like, hey, man, will you write me the letter? And I'll be honest. I haven't written letters for everyone that's approached me because it's – you know you know what I mean it's like you know how they are, not not like no yeah. disrespect, but it's you feel I want someone to be passionate about it like I am if if I know they're going to be a measure, you know, so it's All right so I wrote one for you, and um, I just wrote one for our other buddy um, and so yeah, so it worked out. you got the letter that you're accepted, and <laughs> dude, it kind of blew my mind where you're going to do the class. it's pretty awesome, <laughs> yeah, this is nuts
1: I, it is pretty crazy. I got the letter maybe a couple. I want to say earlier this week, even it had to be. And, um, it says, well, if you want to get your, uh, Boone and Crockett and Pope and young, you're coming to Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> if not, you want to go through just poop and young, Pope and young, you're going to go to, um, where is it? Minnesota. Uh, yep. uh Chatfield. Yep. Chatfield, Minnesota. So I'm like, Hmm. I'm like, should I double dip? And pay double the price or should I just, you know, be the cheap ass Mexican that I could be <laughs> and be like, uh, wait up till mid prime time, honey season, deer season in October. Nah, nah. I'm like, you know what? I got to do the last, uh, do it up straight up American and, and go all out. And, uh, again, again, Pat, and I, I tip my hats off to you because the the letters, everything. You got to know people nowadays, man. Mm-hmm, it really sure. boils down to
2: that. Yeah, which, for sure. that's kind of nuts. Have you, have you ever been to Alaska before?
1: Never Alaska, man. I've been around the world, but never Alaska. That's definitely Damn. my 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 bucket list was actually a uh, um a cruise through Alaska. Yeah, that was, but oh, never. Yeah. You know, I not for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> not for <I'm> gonna, nothing. <laughs> I'm bringing my boat, and if I feel like I could harvest something out there while I'm out there, I'm definitely going to stay longer. And my fiance is going to kill me. So, <laughs> there well, there you go. Well, yeah, well, hey, shout out to Sanders
2: summer. What it is? <laughs> <laughs> what, what it is? Hey, I tell you what, man. Let's give, dude. You know that I, I do want to go to Alaska at one point, uh, but I'll live vicariously through you. I mean, it, it's cool. You know, you go to a land where, um, even as American citizens, it's really hard to hunt in Alaska. So, I mean, you know, if you can do what you got to do, plus you're getting that Pope
0: and Young. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this yeah. too, to cut you off, Steve, because you cut me off last podcast. I'm so We guested on oh, like sev- sorry, several dude. times, super hard. So nobody gives a fuck about what you're my saying. bad. But D-Rock, uh, <laughs> you're going to, dude, you're going to have so much fun in that class up there. You're going to learn so much. It's, you're going to have so much fun. When I did my class, it feels like school. I mean, you're in a class and I was like, if school was like this i'd be a fucking doctor
2: (laughs) right dude you would pay (laughs) attention it was like deer hunting and shit
0: i got all my uh they grade you so you measure all the species eligible for the record book and you get graded man and i have all my score sheets so keep all of that stuff everything you get all the paperwork keep all of it in a folder because you're you're gonna want to go back and and reference some of that stuff sometimes it's super helpful to have um hey will you do me one favor will you get a picture of that balto statue
1: Ah, uh,
2: without a doubt. Oh, without no, doubt. I think that's Nome, they, Alaska. that
1: husky?
2: Yeah, that husky they yeah. made <laughs> that Disney movie about. <laughs> that's,
1: yeah, I think that's an Anchorage. I really think it is. Is it?
2: I thought it was either Nome or Anchorage, man. I got those two confused. Okay, I know one of
0: them's so been on Should I cut into some of the Facebook questions first, or should I talk about just the process first and then do Facebook? Uh, you, know, you know what, ooh, dude? I don't Let, know.
1: Let's, do, uh, let's do Facebook, but uh, what I need you to end with is the rapid fire, man. Not that I'm ready for it, but I always wanted to. Do oh it. okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'll hit you with the rapid fire. Remind
0: me. Remind me. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna get lost. I'll do the. Pro- I'll do Facebook first. Actually, I feel like I should do the process and then fill in the yeah, gaps of what I don't. Yeah. What, why don't
2: you do that? Uh, the process first because because the get comments beat.
0: will remind me of stuff that I <laughs> forgot to touch. For sure. On. So. Right. <laughs> getting into it, you're gonna go pee, Steve. Is that what he said? What? No, I said do the process oh, first. Oh, You're gonna space out. Okay. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, I gotta go pee. Okay. Hand me my – out there I have my notepad. I had notes on the the order of I was going to do things. Is it this legal pad? No, it's out on the coffee table. Oh, it is. Just go – Dude, notepads are handy. Wait, this is it. I did bring it in. Yeah, okay. So I I tried to do some notes so I didn't get too lost. Um, So if – for an official entry – uh, an animal's got to dry 60 days at room temperature, but we're just going to talk. I'm going to try and talk more the process of just measuring. And a lot of this is going to be hard to translate through audio and I'll try and make up for it by doing a video. And this is just going to be a general how to measure whitetail. And if I need to go in detail on something else, whether it's a video or another episode, we can do that. So this is for whitetails and coos deer. Um, it's the same measuring process. Mule deer. We had one question in the Facebook live before we did this. Mule deer are measured differently. Um, I'm not even going to go into that because I don't want to confuse anybody on this while they're trying, if you're taking notes. Uh, so it's $35 to enter if you want to enter in the uh, in the Pope and Young Club. Hey, but you get two magazines. Yeah, you get the Ethic and you get another magazine subscription. Um, So the basics. So say you grab your deer and you're going to measure this buck and the basics where you start. So well, let me do this. Let me start with tools, which I had a sticky pad on here and it's. Is there a sticky pad over there?
2: Uh, I don't. I don't see it.
1: Damn, that hand dog! And, yeah, Dude, the Steve's dog. over here,
0: <laughs> just sitting back. Uh, sitting back. Oh, here we relaxing. go. Oh, you got it. I just wrote stuff down so I wouldn't forget nothing. Okay, so the tools needed. A lot of people are measuring with trophy tape, and this is why I say fuck trophy <laughs> tape uh, because it's simple. It's a lot of people already have this stuff in your garage and your toolbox, whatever. So to measure a whitetail. This is what Pope and Young recommends. This is what I recommend. It's the most convenient tools. If you get this stuff, you can measure damn near anything. Um, skulls are a little different. You need calipers for those. Um, so
1: You need what? You need what?
0: Calipers to do skulls, to do like bear skulls, oh, okay. cat skulls. Okay. <laughs> yeah, break <bright> caliber. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is what Pope and Young recommends. This is what I recommend. And you can write this down now. This would be the perfect little measuring kit to have at your house, in your garage, in your pack, whatever one six foot quarter inch flexible steel ring in tape this is used for your circumference measurements Mm -hmm. on the deer so you're going to wrap that around the beam and it's going to get all kinked up but it's good because you can pull it tight and it can spool back up Pope and young has them on their website uh they're super nice um a measuring cable with an alligator clip you need that not a shoelace No trophy tape.
2: Yeah. If you don't have an alligator clip, your dad probably has one.
0: This is going to be (laughs) – this is what's going to measure the tines. It's going to lay on the curvature of the tines um, around the main beam. Um, You do not use this for your circumference measurements. Only use that quarter-inch flexible steel ring-in tape. So measuring cable with an alligator clip is your best friend when it comes to Mm -hmm. measuring around. um, If you have a – you're measuring the G2, which is the second measurement – on the, on a deer, if there's a point coming off your line that you're measuring on, and you have to go around it, this cable will save your ass because you got to go around and measure the shortest distance around that spot. Otherwise, you're giving credible mm-hmm. inches there. Um, so that's where the cable comes in handy, uh, or a point off the the measurement line on a main beam because you can
2: follow, like you said, the follow of the curvature. Yeah, it'll, I-
0: it'll lay, and it's almost like in certain spots it'll lay on the tine. If you got a nice flat antler, it, mm-hmm. it's hard to measure on a. Um, like bladed yeah. G2, but it's good too. Cause you can get right on the edge and get all that measurement you need. And you know, it's the best act, most accurate way to do it. Um, where are we at? Uh, one six foot carpenter's folding ruler with a sliding end. This thing works beautifully for taking inside spread measurements from ma- inside center line from main beam to main beam on the inside. You can fold it and then you got your slide out there where you can find the widest spot in the inside of the main beam. So that gets your inside spread. The inside spread is the only spread that counts on a whitetail. Um, every other spread on a score sheet is supplemental information. Um, but it's kind of cool to see when it hangs on the wall. You're like, oh man, that was your great spread. That was your tip to tip spread. Neither one of those spreads add to your score. Inside spread now, is the only one that counts. Uh, uh,
1: let me interject a little bit. The, uh the inside spread now is it better to have a smaller one or a bigger one because you know how some antlers they tend to close in tighter versus others
0: bigger the spread the more credit so where uh, y- you want a bigger inside spread um you know that's where a lot of the width comes when they see a deer on the hoof oh well, he had to bend 20 inches inside when you hear guys say that that's a 20 inch measurement on your score um unique little add-in. And this is something that you, I've never ran into it. Your inside spread can't be longer than your main beam measurements. If it is, it's it matches your main beam measurement. That's almost never going to happen though, because it means you got what? short. It's almost like you your beams would be so short that they don't curve around to have an, a, a a legitimate inside spread. You know what I mean? Oh,
1: uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So
0: you'd have sense. just like a buck where his antlers just went off to the side, all funk like. It's just weird. But if, if, like, for example, I have a buck in here that has one beam goes way off, how I would measure it is sometimes you need a square, a big 90-degree right. angle square, and that's what you use to get that measurement straight across. That's going into, like, the more detailed stuff. We're, we're going basics here. Um,
1: that's good to know, though. My, my bad. Continue no, please. you're
0: good. I appreciate it. Um, masking and different colored electrical tape. Oh, yeah. Um, these come in handy. The masking tape is going to... Colored electrical tape um, helps you mark abnormal points. I mark them after I have measured them because some deer have so many abnormal points. I'll measure them, then mark them to show that I measured it already. So I don't right. measure right. one twice or get lost. Like I've measured deer that are well over 200 inches where you get lost with all the abnormal points. You're like, shit, did I measure that? Well, you got to start. And if,
1: and if anything, you have something go by to go back to.
0: Yep. And it's good for when you're a measure to take a photo of that deer with the colored tape on there. And then the people at Pope and young office can see what you're clarifying as an abnormal point, um, masking tape. So that gets into the first steps of measuring. This is, we're talking, you're going to do like an official air quote, official measure masking tape. You put at the base, basically where every point comes to the main beam of that antler or every abnormal point or non-typical point, if you will, um, and they'll tell you there's no such thing as a non-typical, it's abnormal point. You put the masking tape at the base, so when you draw your baselines, you're not drawing on the antler. So,
1: sure. so the, what is the base, though? Can you, can, uh, not to get off subject for a second, just for all those listeners out there, where do you measure the starting point of the base?
0: No, yeah, I'm glad you're doing this, actually. This is going to work perfect. Um, so the baseline, the easiest way to explain it is if you saw your deer – and I'm assuming most of the listeners know like what the main beam is. I can't go any more in detail if you don't know what that is. You're right, going to have right. to watch a video.
1: If, if you're listening to this, you must know at least that, yeah.
0: Yeah, you got to know some of the basics. But if like, not, I'll have to do a video. Well,
1: not exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: Um, so Google sure. main beam. You'll you'll see exactly what it is. Baselines, <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows. Baselines are if you looked at a deer and you've you seen your buck with your main beams, if you slice every point off level with the main beam to where all he had was main beams that's the baseline so what you you do is you put tape where those baselines fall and you use your cable that you have and you stretch it around almost like if it was like a saw blade like it was going to cut off even and then you mark that masking tape where that baseline is and that's where you measure from you don't measure from the bottom of the main beam like I've had a lot of (laughs) messages about a lot of people measure from the bottom of the main beam all the way up to the point where you just added an inch yeah you did you know (laughs) right Exactly. you go from your baseline so that's how you mark all the baselines and that's like the first step where you want to start um and and that just makes it easy it's clear uh, where you measure from um and it just makes the process a whole hell of a lot easier um am i am i making sense i'm hoping
2: yeah um to me you are so if you're making sense to me
0: that's why I'm looking be right a, at you kind yeah, of, yeah, as you I'm telling to, you
2: this. Dude, you have to be for like 99% of people. Okay,
0: so a point, a lot of people get the question like, oh, if you can hang a ring on it, it counts. Mm-hmm. That's a, you nah. know, you can count it, but a point is technically an inch long. A deer deer measured to the nearest eighth of an inch, by the way. Are you sure? I'm 100% positive. Not a 16th of an Not inch. Not a 16th. Yep. Skulls are 16th nah. of an inch.
1: <laughs>
0: there's no 16th so that
2: was eights. that was our uh little facebook and uh instagram live thing i, w- I was giving kurt a hard time <laughs> because I-, I couldn't remember if it was an eighth or a 16th well, of an well inch. when i
0: say one to the nearest eighth of an inch it can't go seven eighths, and you're going to round it to an inch it's got to be an inch or greater um
1: yo and, yo kurt um y- yeah just one one quick question steve what's up you off the hunt, dog or are you back on the bush
2: I, I got, man, I got to tell you what, dude, I'm trying to watch my figure. So I'm drinking both. You better slow down on that hen dog. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been, uh, no, as soon Agreed. as this, uh, as soon as this chaser's done, I'm
0: done with the, uh, the hen dog, <laughs> but no,
1: all I, right, all right, all right. I,
0: I'm just, I'm just sipping a little bit. So a point qualifies. <laughs> it's not, if you can hang a ring on it, that's fun. You can tell your buddies that it scored 28 points. Um, and you're counting all the burr nubs. Um, but a point is an inch long l- longer than it is wide. So okay. I hope that makes sense.
1: That does. That does.
0: Um, split points, like split G2s, you know, so you have a kicker coming off a G2 or wherever. You basically draw your baseline accordingly along with the point. You know, obviously your baseline is going to be more at an angle than straight across on a, a split the way that comes off the point, And then you make your baseline accordingly off that through the center of the point.
2: Yeah. And here, here here's, something,
0: sense, here's something you always have told me. I mean, we've
2: looked at some antlers, goofy, goofy antlers. And mm-hmm. you're like, dude, every set of antlers is going to have a main frame. I mean, a it, typical. It, or a t- oh, I'm sorry, a typical frame. If it does not have so, a typical so, frame, it can't be measured.
1: So what, uh, what's it? I know this is on everyone's mind because this is what happens to everyone that gets a deer of, of such. What signifies a deduction?
0: Okay. Um, let me get to that. I'll, I'll get to that.
1: Uh, okay. Where, where? Because we got to uh, get, I, that's been on my mind, but yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go yeah. Your, uh, list, please.
0: Yeah, we'll get there. Um, if I don't get there, just bring it back up and we'll hop into it. Um, I'm kind of going at, there's certain deer have unique situations that you run into. Um, and dear, it's gonna be fun, man, because it's a challenge, and that's up to the measure to make the call. Um, it's just, I bet it's hopefully they're all correct calls, you know, because there are certain ways to do it, and you know, I bet you if I went back to the class, there'd be stuff I forgot that I had to relearn, you know. <laughs> but hey, you got there
1: should be some kind of like uh, you'll get a book, not a renewal process, but like oh, there is to... There is, yeah, yeah, yep.
2: It's, you get you get quiz. Oh, Speaking of which, I don't, I don't want to bring this to a halt, but I remember we wanted to bring this up. Um, one of the most. Uh, the Mel Johnson buck? Uh, Mel Johnson? Yeah, let's bring that up after. I'm trying to yeah. get that oh, up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah I do. We'll do right.
1: this
2: after. Yeah, I want to bring that up, too, please. Okay, cool. I just I wanted to I'm just trying... But for people taking mine.
0: notes, I'm trying to, like, go cut through it, you know? Like, uh, dude,
2: yeah, I'd be the no, worst no, math, math teacher it. ever. <laughs> well, I
0: had some dick-bag kids gotta in shut, <laughs> class. <laughs> Steve. Yeah, we've got to shut the ass up.
1: <laughs>
0: but no, the class clown. I, I like your questions, D-Rock. I think it's adding in good, man. Steve doesn't ask questions because he do not care. The hen dogs. in. Palmation, you know, <laughs> can bring up some questions. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not actually going to go into that because it's going to – I have to show you a diagram. So inside spread, we no, talked about that. Um, that's where that <clears throat> carpenter ruler comes in where you can fold it in, take the inside spread. It's the only spread credit that counts. Um, that one's pretty easy. Um, if your deer is like a – you have a clean, typical frame deer, it's pretty easy. Abnormal um, Abnormal points which is a non-typical point. So the difference between the different categories would be, you know, a typical deer is typical, clean, typical, 10, abnormal. Because a deer has six inches of abnormal points, doesn't make it a non-typical. If it's – that's where some deduction comes in play. So if it has six inches of abnormal and it's a typical frame, that six inches hurts that deer for the typical category. A deer has to have 15 inches or greater to be considered a non-typical – once it hits 15 inches or greater in the abnormal category of points, it starts adding to the score. You add that to the score after you do your typical score. That's what I mean when I say every deer has a typical frame. So if a double dropper's got a 12-inch, a double drop-time buck has a 12-inch drop-time on one side and a 10-inch one on the other, that all gets added to that typical frame, even if that's the only abnormal points he so has. So he's
2: like a clean clean eight, let's say, because that would look really say weird. Say clean eight
0: with two 12-inch drops. You add twenty four inches to that score, and
2: that turns into a non typical. Yep, because a, a, is- <laughs> yeah. that, be a clean eight
1: is one twenty five. Where it hurt? That's a clean eight. Yeah, that's
0: the minimum one. Yeah, so that that's
2: was, it, I mean that shit is kind of wild to think about that that turns into a non typical, and it's one
0: twenty five yeah. inches for a typical and a one fifty five for a non typical,
1: <clears throat> and a one fifty for Boone and Crockett typical.
0: Yeah, um. Well, yeah, but the all time records is one seventy. And I okay. don't know the exact details. Right. No, no, d- details. I
1: understand that. I'm just saying the minimum minimum <laughs> yeah. requirement to be rec- recorded.
0: So I think so. I'm not a measure for Boone and Crockett, so I don't know all the fine details there. So don't start asking me, Steve. Well, shit. So, so, <laughs> all right, so, so correct me uh, if I'm wrong. Worry, but, could, that could be another
1: episode. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure.
2: So correct me if I'm wrong. So that main, so that that main frame, like that typical eight, is 125
0: minimum. That's yeah, what it has minimum, to, make, minimum, to make the book.
2: But that, like, but then the two drops. Would hurt that buck, and it would not
1: be a pope and Isn't young. That is it? That, is, is that where I'm at? Is yeah, that just the way crazy? it works.
0: Okay, <clears throat> that's what makes like those caliber deer, man. Where they're like, yeah, the 200 inch deer. But this, we're just talking. Say, ignore the club. We're talking measuring. So, okay, did, right, did right, I just say? Right. Is that right. a far above? Because like the chances of that ever happening are there. But dude, you'd be amazed. I've measured some deer that would blow your mind. I blow your mind. Yep, that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Yep, man, blow your wild. mind, dude. For real.
1: That's what I'm talking about. That's what I joined. Right there, Kurt. That says it all. <laughs> that's exactly that's why, why y- I joined. Not to be, the, <laughs> oh, I get to record it, blah, 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 No, I'm fucking American. I'm going to see the unseen and not have to record it. You're that's like, how did this
2: now. not make it? That
0: shit's wild to me. But again, it's good we have that standard. Well, there's some, yeah, it's amazing, man. It's what makes All deer unique. Uh, like, I'll have a lot of people be like, yeah i got a 170 i walk in and be like nah man he's 148 (laughs) you know i mean there's just people don't know when they get to a point like that it's i measure deer for guys that are guys that have tv shows that he's like yeah this deer's 170 all day and i'm like Nah, man 155 i got i'm not no disrespect it's just what he is um and which great deer either way i'd shoot it every day of the week if i could um so we got to the abnormal points talk about 15 inches or greater makes a deer non-typical anything less than that hurts the deer on his deduction because if you're going for typical you're going for the most perfect deer you could um so going from the points clarifying what's a point what's a non um man there's so much i'm trying to decide how to get into this um beam measurements um I'll read you the man. This is tough. I, this is harder to explain than I thought. Like I want to go <laughs> into more detail, but I'm not sure. Like no,
1: no, it's just the base is how you're saying it. It bases off the most perfect, uh, typical, basically, and that's how the scoring system is approached. You right. know, you you your main base is the perfect traditional,
0: for sure. So where I start my process, I do all my baseline stuff where you mark it off. I do the inside spread. Then I run to the main beam measurements because those are the the harder ones to make. And the main beam measurement is hard to explain in audio how to find, but once you've learned how to do it, it's fairly easy. The main beam measurement's always from the outside of the main beam. I've got a lot of measurements from people that measure them from the inside. It it almost – it'll lay – it's the center line all the way through the main beam, like if you cut it in half. But if you, like, run your finger along the side of the main beam and you follow that main beam down – your finger will end up almost on the back outside of the antler at the base. It's hard to explain. Just continue and follow that thing around. Don't ride on the inside of the main beam. Just keep it on the outside and then it'll be down on the, it's almost like the back outer edge of the beam. It's
2: I, I watch your finger the whole time. I'm like, does I it make sense? It? Well, cause I'm watching you when you're, you're, you're like going around. I'm, it makes sense to me. You won't I'm end up it.
0: on the inside by the brow tine when you yeah. mark your thing. You'll do it almost from the outside, from oh, dude, where you, the anchor starts. Got to do a video
2: of this because it'll know, make more will. sense. Because I'm I'm looking at how your how you're motioning, <clears throat> motion um, and other people might get it. Um, the but cable like,
0: will lay almost yeah. in its spot once you run it, and then you run it all the way out to the tip. Click your clip your alligator clip to the end of that main. And I've measuring.
2: I've watched you do that a bunch of times, and it's like, dude, you know, you, you get that. Because that cable, again, yeah, it goes with the curvature, and then you can get your measurement off of what that is. And I'm sure there's a lot of guys out there that...
0: Well, that's where you do. You, you run your, your wood ruler out, or you have a tape uh-huh. stretched out, and that's where you run your cable on. Yeah, and, and, there, and there's probably
2: clip. a lot of guys out there, because we're working class. You know, There's guys who have to measure some goofy shit to get... You know, say you're running duct to one place or another. There's a couple drops, and you got to okay, go let me, around let me, shit. Let me, but, I want to stay on track. But what I'm saying is... Um, this is probably going to make sense to them, whereas the trophy tape, it just has straight numbers, and it doesn't allow for any of those... There's
0: no correction
1: There's no correction to it, no correction to it.
2: and that's that's one of the big things. It's like, you know where the corrections are.
0: Right. Yeah. Th- okay, that's that that's kind
2: of where I wanted to go. So, so You so cut then you me start, off, and I had a good point, you
0: fucker. Well, it's rare when you do, bro. So you do <laughs> your, I know. I, you do I don't your, blame <laughs> you. You do your main beam measurements there. You find that. Those are the yeah, two the hard ones. Yeah, the
1: going to be great, man. <laughs> oh, I'm it's going to be wild. I'm just listening to the... You, you guys live together. You guys, believe it or not, blood or no blood, you guys are family. Oh, so yeah. I'm just here listening to the combo. The shoot's going to be good. Oh, it's going to be a good. Time. Time. Did you get the
2: video of me and Kurt boxing, D Rock?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Steve got his ass beat. <laughs> yeah, send it to him.
1: You, you, call, you call me a mid sip. If I would have laughed full well, out, I would have had beer on my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do the, the, the blood, blended Mary fucking laugh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cutting back in. So after I do my main beam measurements, I start with the points, typical points. Mm. The G1, the brow tine, you start there at your baseline, measure up, alligator clip at the top of the point, take your measurement, write it down in the slot. Same thing with G2, G3. You don't – so if an eight-pointer, you know, you have a, um, your G1, your G2, and your G3 on an eight-pointer. Those are your tine measurements. That last point that you count, you've already measured in your main beam measurement, if that makes sense. So when you count a point, say you look like I'm looking at an an eight-pointer right now on his left side. Oh, there's G1, G2, G3. You you almost want to call it G4, but it's a main beam. So one, two, three, four is the main beam measurement. You've already measured it. I hope that makes sense.
1: Yep, yep, we're following.
0: Because the last point you count is always part of the main beam. Um, So measure all your points through. Once you have that, so you already have your inside spread. You have your main beam measurements. And you have all your typical point measurements. Then after that, you can do, there's a, you know, there's a little box for all your abnormal points. You can measure those. Um, then I hop to circumference is the last thing I do. That's the bottom of the sheet. Circumference is is interesting because every deer, and this is where a lot of people get lost, every deer always has, even if it's a spike, four circumference measurements. And this is where, the, this is the main spot where trophy tape is going to fall short. The measurements happen, so it's H one, H two, H three, H four. That's what they're categorized as on the score sheet. Once you get into this right measuring, right in the middle, right? Yeah. Nope. Nope. It's, girth is the most important no. part, is what you're saying. It's the smallest point between the 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 burr and the G one.
1: Yes. So yes. it's so the how smallest
0: do you point. Find that. That's where their your steel. um it's tape comes in place.
1: Common sense, Steve. So Drop you that <laughs> dog, pick up the bush; it'll make sense. So you wrap that
0: steel cable I talked about earlier, yep. and you can pull it tight, and you got it overlapping to where you can see where your zero is, or where your zero to whatever its, mm-hmm. it's girth and that. Yeah, because right. and then what you do, hold on, you yeah. wrap that around tight, and you can kind of slide that or regrip it and move it up and down between the segment where you measure that. Which for the yeah. the H one is between the burr and the brow tine. smallest point, mark hey, that down.
1: Exactly, yeah, and check it between the eighth of an inch, right? Yep. You go back and forth. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Then yep. the next
0: point between the G1, G2, same spot. That's where you take your H2 measurement. Run that tape up Word. and down through it. Word. Smallest measurement. Yeah. H3 and so on. It, it, they fall into place. You'll see it. Everyone has four of them. That's the trophy tape. You see people. I see it on Facebook all the time. You can't even tell me you <laughs> f- don't fucking do it. You put them in the dead center, and you call that good. Or uh. some people probably pick the girthiest spot. It's Your score is incorrect. Yeah. It's and not that's not how you do I'm it.
1: And that's what I'm talking about. No, that's I, what I'm talking about. It's all in the measure. It's like, who do you want to measure your, your stuff? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yep. some tape that's probably who made in China or an American-made guy. <laughs> no, nah, the dude that takes the time to get the back-and-forth measurement instead of just one quick measure, boom, get it done and over with. No, yep. You want the dude that so, loves it or the dude that's a hobby? Common what?
0: question on an eight-pointer. The last H4 measurement, you're basically between the last point and the tip of the main beam. Mm-hmm. So what you basically okay. do is – this is going to be hard to explain. I, I could draw the picture.
2: Yeah, draw it on here so I can explain it to the listeners. Too. Yeah, right. Okay. So <laughs> what you do
0: is you basically – that last point, which would be the G3 if it's an A-pointer, you the baseline that you made for your G3, draw a center line down the main beam from that baseline, from the center line of that baseline uh, at a 90-degree angle down or straight down towards the skull from that point to the end of the main beam, measure that distance. And you take that H four measurement at the halfway point. If you have a 10 point or you don't have to worry about it? It's easy. You just run it between the points, the tines. Sure. Um, there's more details we go into and like, well, if, if a point falls in the way, you know, but that's basically how you do it. every deer, a spike, it'd be four equal parts. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Hey, yeah. and if, if I'm not mistaken, you know, just so, and,
2: and I, I can't remember, I, I've seen you measure probably two or three deer. That tape that you got is a Pope and Young tape. Does it not have, when you pull it out, like, you know how you got, like, those wind-up tapes? Yeah. Does it not have, like, about, like, three inches or so of just blank space so you can wrap around uh, and get a proper measurement? Am, am, am I, think, I remember? that correctly? I think correct? there's like, a gap there,
0: yeah. Okay,
2: because it's not like, you know, with with regular, like, you know, sewing tape or whatever, where it's just right at the end of that that rope tape or that, you know. Yeah, you, you guys know what I'm talking about where it, it starts. You can right buy there. all this
0: stuff online, man.
2: Yeah, so it's an official one, so it helps you like pull that tight. Am I am I making that up, or was that even worth bringing it up?
0: No, I think you're 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 on point. Um, okay,
2: yeah, because I just want you know you want to get the best, so you can you can pull that tight. I'm sure there's so, ways you can get around
0: it. So but. once you have <laughs> your uh, once you have all that done, you have your your baselines marked. You have your inside spread marked. You have your main beams done. You've measured all your typical and non-typical points.
2: That's the greatest-looking form on the planet right there. Yeah, I love it.
0: I got it tattooed oh, on for yeah. Except for, I, picture. Except that for guys picture. that get their DD-214 in the military. Um, you, you get <laughs> all your circumference one. measurements done. And you do all this, of course, for the right and the left antler, and you're going to have those categories. You'll see this if you... If you plug and play it online, I think Hope and Younger Boone and Crockett's got it, where you can type in the score or the, the measurements, or you can print out a score sheet, or ma- you can even make one. Uh, I, a lot of times when I rough score a deer or green score a deer, where it's not the official score, I'll just I have the score sheet memorized. I just write it down and I, then I fill in the boxes. Um, so you have all that measured. What you do now is you add in your spread
1: before a cr- big time. You mean
0: I still do it. Like if I'm like on the flyer like in hunting camp, I'll just sh- 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 mark it down. But you know, big time right, it's don't t- get too big time. It's tough don't on me to be big, big time, time, you know what I mean? It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard out here. So what what you do is you have your spread credit and say this is it. you're tallying up. You're doing your math. You got your spread credit at the bottom. You got column one, column two, right antler, left antler. You're adding your all your uh, time measurements, all your circumference measurements for each side. Then, what you do, since you have all those measurements in a row, you sub- you subtract side to side. So, on your G1, if one was two inches and one was three, you have one inch deduction. Say, say right. that again. That makes sense. On your, G- that makes sense. your G1, your brow tines, if, say, the right side's three inches and the left side's two, you have yeah. a one inch deduction off your typical score. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. So, this goes down. There's a deduction category for each different size. It goes matches.
1: to even traditional. Okay. Right? okay. That makes sense.
0: Say on one, you have. You have a G two on one side and you mm-hmm. don't have a G two on the other. It's broken off. You got a du- deduction for whatever that point measures or wherever it's broken off at. So you measure up to the to the broke the broken part. point. And a, hard, a good way to do it, you can put like a playing card at the top, and that'll give you where the bro- top most broken point is. You can measure to that.
2: What, oh, so wherever it's so mm-hmm. so say it, it broke off like you know how you see like where it's like half half of it's broke off. And it's it, all the, jagged that. or something. You put a playing card on top of there, and that's where you go off of You can of. measure
0: up to that point, yep.
2: So that's the highest point. You're yep. going to
0: the highest point of that break off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can measure right to that. Um, so any difference you have from side to side on typical frame is going to hurt your typical score, which is why a 200-inch typical is, like, crazy. So crazy.
2: It has to be a what, – what would a perfect t- uh, 200-inch typical it. be? Would that be, be, like, the great, biggest 10 or
1: 12? great, 12. great, great transition. To Mel Johnson. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Uh, damn, you I like wanted, that? I want to talk about him all night. Yeah,
2: Man, oh, that Kurt. hen dog sniffed that out. Kurt
1: asked the right question. It's like, what makes a 200 inch deer? You know what? It's a shame that we can't ask Mel Johnson.
0: You know, I know what I mean? God bless so I know it. He's a legend in our game. I wish we could have interviewed a Man, he killed a deer like this. That's what Peoria County buck, boys. That's like that's forty-five minutes from the studio.
2: Yeah, it I'm is. What's he, Illinois, what's he gonna do in heaven? <laughs> it's like Mel Johnson and Hugh Hefner. They're like, you really think they're doing better in heaven? Like, no, that <laughs> <So, laughs> no, ain't happening. Uh,
1: I think. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah, they finally get to rest. They don't have to go hunt it. It's right there at the table. They just got to go to the table. Ah, but you that's half I
0: mean? the fun gone. Let me um. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that is not the right. Well, let, me wrap up, let me wrap up the score sheet
0: quick. <laughs> yeah, got it. Um, so what you do, you take your spread credit, each side of the antler, and then the difference. So what you do, you have the spread credit, the right side, the left side. That gives you your gross score. Boom, your gross score right there. Boom. Tell anybody you want that you scored whatever your gross score is. There's no shame in that. Then subtract column three, which is your difference then that's your final score. If it has 15 inches more of an abnormal, once you get your net typical score, you add, the, you add the abnormal points, and then, boom, that's your official non-typical score.
2: What would you rather have, your gross paycheck or your net paycheck? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> yeah, the Mel Johnson buck, man. Is ni- uh, 1965, Damn. 204 and 4.8's typical, man.
2: That was four years before those hippies got together in New York <laughs> and had some stupid-ass music fest. Man, so crazy. It was back um, when Americans were
0: Americans, you know what I'm saying? Um, Hunter didn't occur. I'm trying to summarize this article I pulled up. How old was he when he died?
2: He was an older boy. I mean, because he had to be kind of an older guy here back in Still the 60s. Still with us, he last 50 years.
1: At, and nah, it, he was whale and that. He passed away from old age. He lived his life, enjoyed American tradition, and died doing it.
0: Yeah, he, he was a good old boy, man. But, yeah, that's right in our yeah. neck of the woods where this deer was shot. And he shot with a recurve, too. Damn, dude. Uh,
1: that's what I'm saying. The recurve got that deer. It's like, who does that? Only in 1952. You, you see, know a, what I mean?
2: You see a classic Who's camo?
1: Now with all, yeah, all this all this modern technology. Who got that still?
0: No you know one. what? He's rocking that classic, classic camo, that red plaid. I'm setting the Mel, <laughs> yeah. the Mel Johnson buck is going as my desktop wallpaper right now. But oh, no. The, uh, what was it? What was it?
1: 207 and 3.8?
0: Two, 204. Four 204 and four
2: Oh, I thought you were asking about Kurt's recent <laughs> desktop, which nah, was nah. the greatest picture I've ever seen in my life. Did I miss anything? I don't know.
1: That's a good compliment, Steve. I, I like that. I appreciate that. Yeah, I you it. must be on the bush now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. I think I'm going to wrap up. That's a measure. A typical deer I think I covered how to measure a non so I you know I it's think so
2: a, tough dude I think a video would help out a lot because you know when you're when you're talking yes. about you know the inside versus outside Neil you'll, you'll be able to see that difference because I remember you're showing me a shed once you're like dude look at this inside and you gave me a measurement and you're like look at the outside and it was like damn dude it was like no, it, I, I guess you would say night and day depending on if you're trying to get in the book and you're close it was just a it, it's just those little things that that's oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a picture on there.
1: Live video required. Period. Yeah, it, I, it I, is, I I think it it it'd be a good thing. Live video re- required.
0: Okay, I'm gonna sift through some of the Facebook comments between all the people trolling us about trophy tape, which is hilarious. <laughs> Danielle. Uh, well, yeah, here you go. Wait, wait, Before you
2: end
1: it, rapid fire.
0: Oh, oh no! Shit. I I yeah. I'll get. I'll hit you with the rapid fire. I gotta go through the. I'm gonna go through the Facebook shit first. Um, all right. We'll yeah, hit you yeah, with yeah. the rapid fire. Right. I know you want it. You want it. You yeah. You're going to get it. You're going to get it, girl. Um, Dana Pace says, uh, can can you do a live feed measuring some of Steve's bucks? That's a short video. Pass. Um, (laughs) Why is a wild game tape the best way to measure a deer? Is that much better than a tape?
2: Jeremiah Gadsby, go go piss up a rope, as Eric would say.
0: Okay, I'm just going to sift through some of these. Um, if I've measured them already, I'll just say I hope I've measured, measured it. God damn, I, see where my head is? <laughs> yeah. I covered it. I said Hopefully, I covered it well enough. Let's uh, measure up these
2: questions. Edward,
0: one of the biggest things people can't understand about scoring a deer is the age measurement, which is circumference. Um, you always have four yeah. no matter what, which I covered that. Especially on the eight-point bucks, people don't understand the halfway measurement. Um, add that into your podcast. That'll help a lot of people. I covered that. Um, yeah. So. Uh Lauren Preston, I think you should also go through the basics of measuring. A lot of people have no idea how bucks are actually scored. I tried to do this best I could with Steve drinking the henny dog. Yeah, next does Lauren
2: me. still have a boyfriend is what I want to know. Oh sorry, I it's tried a henny dog. Best. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Steve, shut up, please. <laughs> 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 Shout out to He's her. Going good. <laughs> um
0: Nathaniel Hall, um a live feed or link to a video of you measuring a white tail would be great. I need to do that, boys. I yeah, we should. It. How to become a Pope and Young scorer. We talked about that briefly. Proper use of, of Pat Finley. Go to hell. Uh, um, <laughs> 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 he couldn't uh, even uh, type that with a straight face that's at what a he said. <laughs> uh, Brennan Jensen. I just take every buck I shoot to Austin Chandler and have him do it. It works every time. Um, uh, like.
2: guy shoots a big deer. So
0: Talked about measuring circumference already. Um,
1: oh, yo, you know, I, I do have a question on these questions yeah that we're covering actually uh one of them was Mel Johnson We covered that the other one that that kind of poked out was uh at Um what has the scores taken away from the game? you think I
0: like think
1: everyone's thinking go ahead
0: oh, man, taken away from the game no, I don't think so
1: I'm sorry i
0: uh, know. i don't I don't think it has man i think uh I think people suck. And I think that people can't see the good that the that measuring is and that, you know, you can shoot whatever you want, you know. But the score is it's a conservation tool. That's what it's promoting. Yeah. Here's, Why do you think states out east and stuff are doing antler restrictions? Uh-huh. They're doing an antler restriction. They could say, hey, uh, don't shoot anything under 120, but nobody knows what a fucking 120 is. So you got to say, exactly. oh, it's got four points on one side. Don't shoot. You know, it's got to at here's, least have that. Here's how you know who some real ones are, dude. People who uh,
2: are heavy with the... Uh, uh, I'll just say I'll, I'll get hook with you. Friend, he's in dirty water. People who fuck heavy with Jay Dilla and Wu Tang, easy, are like, bro. I'm about. You're about to never drink that hen dog on the, the, the podcast. They'll, they'll say <laughs> I'm about Jay Dilla and Wu Tang Clan. People who don't care about that okay. are like, yeah, dude, I'm all about Lil Pump. <laughs> all right, I'm people trying, who aren't about that. I'm so, trying to
0: cut in. You're about to go on the old mute ski.
2: <laughs> the henny put me <laughs> on the mute. <laughs>
0: no, dude. I think I think Pope and Young, people who follow yeah. the Pope and Young. All right. Um, why does Steve borrow at ATV oh to check a camera that's 150 yards away from his truck? Uh It's an easy question. It's 150 fucking <laughs> yards away. First of all, did you did you actually do that?
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. The situation was uh um, okay. that's all I need to know. No, No, here's right. a, no, 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 Ma- no, 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 Matthew Pakusa no, 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 no. oh, okay. wants
0: to know tips for guessing score in the field. Um, kind of how we covered it earlier. How we said like the inside spreads a good a good judge. Um, man, that's it's it's so hard because. It depends on if you get to watch the deer in the field for a while, do his thing. You know, you can really get a judge. Like, mass is a big factor. Um, tying, like, G2s, man. It, that's the first thing I notice, and it's, it's weird. I kind of notice it all, but if a, a deer's got good 2s, see what his 3s look like. If his 3s are getting close to what his 2s are, you got a big boy on your hands. Yeah. If he's got good 4s, even better. I can't, um, I can't wait till we
2: have a range finder that you range and it measures the G2s
0: for you. <laughs> right. Um, Yo, Kurt. Yeah.
1: Kurt. Not to get off subject uh, that I have been on episode. I'm sorry. No, you're right. So please excuse, excuse you, You're bringing uh, them back uh,
0: real quick. on like He's on the Henny.
1: Hey, no, no, no. It's not even that. It's just what What do you notice first? Like me, I've I just been in this, right? Yeah. have been in this a while. But me, it still gets me the neck. Every time you find the neck of the deer in the rut, oh my god! Yeah, right? you
0: you know a mature animal, and you see it, man. Like it's just like that recognition Dude, process that hits that you.
1: Is crazy, you see that and you're like, even your 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 breathing level and heart rate just it, it spikes real quick. You yeah, know that's what I mean? a good
0: point because first you can notice like if you see a deer, first thing I'm looking is to see what it. If you can't see the rack all the time, that blends in a lot. You don't with see the, the rack
1: at first; you see like the movement, the silhouette. You notice
0: the neck, and then boom. Yeah, I just right. years of knowing how a deer looks and how deer walk and how like a doe from a buck walks. The neck, yeah, is a good giveaway. On you know, a doe is not going to have a buck neck. You know, they don't fight with their heads, so it's just right. like you know, they're just bucks are just yoked out. So you see that neck coming through, and then for antlers, I look for uh, time length, um, and then kind of break it down. It, if a deer's moving through quick, I look for tine length and beam length um what I, that's i'm glad you brought that up and then just reminded myself of a good point i've always noticed a a good good buck not always but for the most part it's got 24 inch or bigger beams that's go that's gonna make it there are there are some and i'm talking like a big big buck like you know you're getting in the you're one you're pushing high 140s or better there's a lot of deer that have 22 inch beams 20 inch beams that still are real big deer but a good frame, typical buck that's kind of got a little bit. of Everything is twenty four bigger. Like my dad's got a hundred eighty three inch net mainframe eight. It's got twenty six and twenty seven inch main beams. You Damn, know, you get, that's some big boys right there. You know, yeah. some of the big legendary whitetails saying. bucks are rocking 28, 29 inch, even thirty inch beams. It's insane.
2: That's something nice to think Hell about, yeah. dude. Because if you ever like, you know, measure shit for a living or whatever, you know, you, you look at thirty inches and you are like, okay, you know, or if you. It's just, it's one of the things. Main like, beams is big, man. Yeah, you think about that. If you hold like a 30 inch. Like, you don't look you know, down pieces. in the
1: morning, Steve?
2: <laughs> no, not, <laughs> not often. Not when I'm sitting down.
0: Um,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that's nuts to think about. I'm on each side, too.
0: <laughs> There's some, uh, uh, let me see. Damn.
1: Okay. Came off with that word, Kurt. My bad. <laughs> yeah, <you're good>. Here's <laughs> a funny one, or a,
0: a good point. Adam Hessian. Oh, he's a Hessian. He doesn't even skate. Nobody knows that word, Steve. So no. um, Here's food for thought. Should the measuring system be changed? Should we measure the actual volume of the rack itself? It's a shame we don't get any points for anything for all the stickers and everything near the base of the antler. Some, hold on. Some, do some sort of submerging of the rack and measure the displacement volume or better way to digital 3D scanner. And Scan the rack, we have the technology for a match better, more defined scoring system. Um, Adam, I think you're kind of missing the point, man. I see what you're saying, but it's more like this is the scoring system that was based off of, for the most part, what the perfect animal looks like for a typical. You know, that's and it's this system's been around forever, and that's just the I'm way very- things are done, man. It's a tra- it's a tradition, and that's just the the standard scoring system. I get what you're saying. You know, maybe there'd be something to that, but. SCI has yeah, got a scoring system that they do different things. They take, I think SCI might take pen raised deer. I don't know, but Pope and Young Boone and Crockett definitely don't. And it's just a it's a thing to get a two hundred inch typical or hit the two hundred inch mark or hit the Boone and Crockett mark the one seventy or bigger. Um, it's just the tradition. It's kind of an American heritage. So I get what you're saying, man, but I'm not. I'm not with it at the same time. So
1: hashtag America. Hashtag <laughs> America.
0: Adam's like, oh, dude, you just, you see it at the right angle.
2: The chicks will dig it.
0: <laughs> I love this. Steve Stoff, do female hunters prefer length or mass? And he actually got some replies. Uh, oh, Danielle. <laughs> Danielle comments both. And then Brian Kessler, uh, all about those girthy tines.
2: All about them.
1: <laughs>
0: um,
1: it was good following, though, like all the questions. There were a lot of good questions,
2: man. Yeah.
1: I'm surprised you're covering all these because
0: you're blown through them. Dude, Tony, a good Tony Smith, he, he has a question. He's the fucking man. Shut, yeah, shout out Ron Schaefer. He submitted a couple of questions of me measuring his buck at uh, Mark Rife's Tax Look Studio. Look at that
2: old fucking man. Mark looks old as shit in that picture.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: that that is scale. hilarious.
1: With, with the silent Seamus plug, shout out to Garrett Brenner, always doing what he does. Oh,
0: yeah, for shout sure.
1: Shout out to the little soldier. His, his his dog he kills it with with the waterfowl for sure
0: oh yeah you
1: know oh, yeah. Walt, Walt doing his thing off season fishing I don't know what he's doing on a paddle boat, but he's a deer hunter
2: Walt isn't uh isn't what's his name kicking it with him right now down in Florida uh da 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 David from Whitetail Experience aren't
1: they hanging out together
2: I was reading uh, the
1: comments man. Oh. I'm not sure I'm not sure if he's, I don't He's. if pry into his life like that I just Touch base, maybe. Well, hey, you know. Kevin Bisson, shout out to him. Shooting out his questions on on your podcast. He's a good <laughs> dude, man. He's
2: really
0: good Um Let me see. Here. It's hard that's, to get questions covered. covered like we covered these. them, which is cool. You yeah. um, know. This guy shot a big six two seasons ago. Every deer has four match measurements. How would I know where to measure? Uh, kind of the same process that I talked about with the the like a four-point side. Um, Who shot that big six? Was it Austin Chandler last yeah, year? Yep. Um, yeah, yep. I need to measure. Yeah, oh, he's it was, measure. actually. How I would you get the measurements it if it's a four-corn with no brow tine? Um, the same type of process. You know, you're still you still going to rock the four-H the four measurements, a four-corn with no brow tine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, a four-corn. So, okay, it's just a, a Y-buck. Yeah, wouldn't you... That's what I call a Y Buck inside joke. Um, but
2: uh, yeah, because, all right, but but to come back, it it is a four corn buck. Uh, you're still going to find. Are you going to consider one of those points probably closer to
0: the nose as the main beam, right? Or well, am I, well am I, no. Part One of those is the main beam, yeah. One of them is the main beam, and then that other one's going to be. The thing is, you can't overcomplicate it. It's It's a pretty simple. Like, you can't measure what's not there. So even though there's a four-chrome buck, you're going to have, you know, with no brow tines, you might not have a brow time measurement. And this is where it comes, like, you have to kind of figure that out, you know. This is where measuring gets really challenging. For example, Mark's buck had a triple beam, Mm -hmm. and I had to break down what I thought was the typical frame.
1: That that, That was definitely Adam's family, for sure. Yeah, Yeah,
0: that triple beam that he had, I have to remember how I did it, and I'm not looking at a picture of Mark's buck, but... Um, you drew us a picture
2: and sent it, in, and you're like, "Dude, this is how I had to do it." And I remember you took like an iPhone picture of, it, and like you drew three different colors because you're like, "Dude, this is how I had to do it," and it made sense
0: of how you did it. Um, it basically, I think the triple beam was all abnormal because that's, and it's not a typical, it's not part of the typical frame. It's, it's like a big drop time, but it only it went along the same curvature that a main beam would, you know. So has three main beams. There's not a spot to add three main beam measurements. You know that's abnormal. Yeah, you're, you're adding that that third main beam, if you will, in there. So certain deer might it, you might have to look at it and go, like for example, if a buck has triple split brow tines, you have to figure out which one of those is the typical brow tine. And how do you do that again? Do you take the you got to oh, dude? Come
1: on, Steve. You haven't
0: it, it's <laughs> you got
1: covered this whole episode in that. Shit. I know I'm, a, I'm, I'm. You, I'm you got to
0: figure it out, man. You got to look. Out. You gotta. You got to know fun. what to look for. You got to. It's, it's up to your call. You know, if you got one brow tie on one side is fourteen inches, all crazy off to the side, but you got two points that look like, look the same and they're right off the top of the beam, just like the 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 G one would, and they're both eight inches. It's pretty easy to call yeah. those the like, typical typical points. <laughs> um,
1: exactly. Yo, Kurt. Is there any way possible we could call Iraq
0: right now? Oh, he's working. Oh, no, he's working. No?
1: I know that would be funny if we did that right now.
2: I know. Yeah, he can't answer. No, he's that's... he's too scared to. Uh, he's afraid uh... of his job being lost.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> where are we at here?
2: You you, um, you were talking about that uh, that fork. Oh with yeah, no, with no brow tie. That's
0: something you got to call. I mean, I, I. It's one of those things. I'd see it. I can tell you. Like, you know, what it would be, I'm just going to guess, you're going to have your main beam, you wouldn't have a G1, you'd have a G2, which would be the fork to the main beam, and then the circumference, you would just divide up where it all falls, you know, you have a point between, if there's no brow tine, you go from the burr to wherever that next point is, and you're going to probably take, I don't I might be off here, because I'm not looking at one, you might take two circumference measurements there, and then, uh, well, you take... Yeah, you just divide them up. You take two before the G2 and two after is how you would do it. Damn. Because that's all you have. I mean, you don't have anywhere else to measure. You have nothing that's laying it out for you. Um, that's nuts. Uh, where are we at? Aside from age and awesome. nutrition, uh, this is Johnson Outdoors. Uh, example, calcium and phosphorus deposits, uh, phosphorus deposits. What factors have you found could add mass to a buck's rack?
1: Ooh.
0: Genetics. Ooh. That's the That's a big factor is genetics. Uh, we talked about the process. Um, uh, basically, Dominic S88 eight's shitting all over you, which is awesome. Uh, Steve, what's your <laughs> highest grossing deer? Um, <laughs> what about the rest? Have you ever killed a buck, bro? What about the rest of you?
2: Uh, said, what a Dominic. What a Dominic dick. <laughs>
0: this is why I rip Steve all the time. Um,
2: yeah, he likes it
0: bow hunt seventy six we talked about where the measurement starts on the tyne um, yeah. talked about that
1: thanks for asking that
0: though <laughs> if the deer is on old is on the old bush light cans counted as harvest. How many would Steve have? Dang, dude, I love that people give you shit. Damn, come on, bro. I'd like to see Steve I, I Kurt- didn't do shit to any of these people. Steve,
1: just fucking get out there and start poaching at least. Get the
2: fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, screw ethics. I ain't done shit, shit to any of these that's people. That's I'll see the man. I'd like to see Steve and Kurt go head-to-head live. Oh. Steve with the trophy tape and Kurt with the official equipment. See who's more accurate. <laughs> Kurt. Damn, that's going to... Thanks, buddy.
2: That's going to be terrible.
0: Um, oh deer Hunter Podcast. Does the system of counting inches add to or actually take away from the entire experience off deer hunting. We kind of cover this lots of controversy these days over inches and what's a good deer or a quote shooter. Sometimes I feel um, it lessens the entire experience. Um, you know, I, I get what you're saying dude. you. Like I said, is the only people that are really hating on us are the douchebags on Facebook that are like, you should have fucking passed it. And we don't like those guys anyway. So like I said, it's, it's about the tradition and um, ethics and conservation. And that really adds to it. So I hope this is kind of, brought a little light to that side of it um but no if you're gonna hate on some little kid for shooting a spike you get the fuck out of here you know be, you're part of the family you should really be helping that kid get into hunting more rather than shitting on Amen, him on facebook brother. um yeah judd McCollin, what's protocol when you get something goofy like a double main beam or like the money bags buck okay i talked about that yep. uh, do you meet with other measures to decide or is it up to one measure oh, that's discretion? a good question um yeah there's a lot of times which is cool you can call in to the pope and young office and ask for the guys that teach the classes and y- you know you'll know those guys and they'll be your mentors when it comes through this because at first you're going to be kind of nervous but yeah you can bounce stuff off other measures we have a group that we're all in and uh or you know if you have a letter of reference you know someone that's a measure already so you call them up and say hey I- i'm sending some pictures I i need a second opinion and that's how you learn. And you got your measure's manual. You got that with you for weird one-off circumstances you have, or you, know, you go to Wait, measure you a got moose.
1: One in Illinois and one in Connecticut right now too. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's right. That's right. Um, how many times have you uh, had to refer to somebody just for me? some really weird stuff? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not questioning your integrity. No, no, no. I'm just no. the it's, way the antler grows. There's dude. It's crazy. You need a, you need a second, third
0: opinion. You know. I think, I don't know, man. I've it, never it, have a
1: book. You're good. I never,
0: yeah. yeah, you're good. I never have. I've done some, uh, some studying. Like I look at something, I'm like, Hmm. And so I'll be like one second, like I'll straight up admit it, If I'm measuring for someone that's entering a deer, I'll be like, hold on. I don't see this often. And I'll sit down and be like, I'm going to make sure this is right. It's
2: going to make him feel good though. It's like, okay, if this guy hasn't seen I'll, this, this is a crazy bug. I've got out, you out you know?
0: the manual three times. And then, like, I gotta, I gotta get a refresher. I need to go back to the book. Give me a minute. Or there's like but just you use your
1: your best in intuition to what you learned over the experience. You know what I mean? You've been in it for years versus someone getting into it. Yep. Well, like and, that, that, and that too is why.
0: you send this into Pope and Young. You know what you measure that deer. Pope and Young looks at it. The, right. the the pros look at what you did and you explain what you did and you can you send in a sheet with every measurement. So a deer skull plate's got to be intact'
1: something you know what I mean
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. well you added another note be like um so this is what I did there's a abnormal point that was two and three eighths off the g two and I had a question on which was the typical brow tine on the left beam by the g1 there's this point that comes off and it was in question this is how I measured it and then it kind of goes from there more more than more than not you're right you're you're good so um, go with
1: what you know.
0: That's right. That's right. Go wrong. And you'll learn. You'll learn quick and you'll It'll learn. Work. You'll learn real quick that you better do your mouth right when you send your score sheet to Pope and young. Cause they send it back <laughs> graded. <son>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they really do. Oh, there you go. Um, let's hit you with rapid fire, man. And then, uh, oh, shit. thanks everyone for submitting questions. I really appreciate that. Um, a lot of talking yeah, on my end sure. and I know it's kind of a hard one. It's, it's hard to make it informative and educational, and not make it boring as shit. So. You know,
2: it's, it's planting the seed for something yeah, you do need to do some videos. Just I to, do, man.
0: This made you realize how bad I need to do them. Just
2: to show, but I, again, you know, take this information that you guys got, um, and you know, understand that if you're getting a deer measured by a Pope and young measurer, there's guidelines that they got to stick by. And there's a reason why they're there, you know, and it's not to insult anybody where it's like this deer didn't make. Pope and Young because the example that we had, beautiful deer. Some drop times are going to kill you. It doesn't take away from that deer. It just doesn't make the score. But you should shoot that deer anyway if it makes you happy and it's a good looking deer. You know. All
0: right, D Rock, you ready for these?
2: Dirty D
1: Rock. I'm not ready. I'm not ready, but I always wanted to do it. So are you going to try and
0: rapid rapid fire them? Are you going to try and like legitimate like one answer rapid fire them?
1: You think you I'll can do it? try how you how how you originally planned it to be. Okay, no going right. off faces
2: All, All right, cool. we'll see how hard the it is. For Let, you. Let's see it, homie. Who's your favorite pro wrestler?
1: Pro wrestler got to be The Rock. Do you smell
0: it? They're The Rock. Okay, you can't drink Hendog on the podcast anymore, bro. Why not? You, can, you know what? If I
1: need to if I need to go old school, I'd go Ultimate Warrior. So can yeah. you handle the Coke, or you want The Rock with some trees? <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, yeah. here we go. Hennessy or Bush Light. What's that? Hennessy or Bush Light? Uh
1: I gotta go with the uh, hand dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh, all right, go with it. here we go. Rapid fire's kicking off. Can you do it? No one. I don't think anyone's ever survived. Huh? I don't think so either. Uh,
1: let's see. Let's see. It could be the first favorite, favorite camo. I gotta go with the infinity.
0: Favorite movie.
1: Forrest Gump.
0: Last song you played.
1: Slayer.
0: Last song.
1: Oh, um Killzone.
0: Okay, favorite band I'm assuming Slayer.
1: Yeah.
0: Favorite outdoor magazine. Kills and Favorite bow brand.
1: Uh Lee <laughs> Oh baby.
0: Backstrap or jerky?
1: Oh, come on. Backstrap all day.
0: <laughs> favorite outdoor related show
1: outdoor meat eater
0: nice um favorite podcast hunting or non hunting
1: w c b p working class bow hunter podcast
0: hell nice yeah. um favorite podcast host
1: ooh that's tough between gert geyer and steve ranella Boom. Oh, come on, a He said Steve Ranella. Steve Runella, get the fuck out
2: of here that bullshit. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll just go with it, I'll just go with it. I told you, I, I always wanted it,
1: so. <laughs>
2: uh, shit. That is awesome. I'll tell you right, if you if you pick me over Steve Ranella, I would not be offended. No,
1: nah, no, nah, come on, come
0: on. <laughs> I me, mean, Steve Ranella over you?
1: We, we all know the truth.
0: You said it backwards. Oh, right? yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Morning or afternoon hunts?
1: Definitely afternoon, working class for your ass.
0: (laughs) Typical (laughs) or non-typical deer?
1: 100% American tradition, typical.
0: Hang on or ladder stands?
1: Definitely climber. It's not a choice, but that's what I do.
2: Right on, right Connecticut or Illinois?
1: I'm sorry?
2: Connecticut or Illinois?
1: You know what? If if I knew better, I would check it. Check it at Illinois, but CT does me good.
2: Uh, beer or liquor?
1: If Elijah's around, give me the whiskey slash bourbon. <laughs> give him the crayon. But if all, but if all there's beer, I'll take the Bushlight.
0: All right, all right. What's your dream hunt?
1: Dream hunt is definitely elk. I want to call them suckers in. Favorite restaurant.
0: Favorite restaurant.
1: It's salsas down the street from my house, about a half mile. Favorite Mexican tree stand
0: Ooh, okay, I'm down with that. I'm feeling it. Favorite tree stand snack?
1: Jerky, loose, in my backpack. <laughs>
0: nice. <laughs> All right. Um, super no specific. crinkle
1: to the wrinkle.
0: I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Superhero power.
1: X-ray vision, so I could see them coming in.
0: Nice. Through trees and shit?
1: Yep. Fixed or mechanical...
0: Oh, sorry. Fixed or mechanical broadheads?
1: Turkey. Mechanical. Deer fixed.
0: Face paint, face mask, or neither?
1: Face mask under my nose, because I wear glasses and I'm on four eyes. I don't want them fucking up.
0: Right on. Um... Finish the sentence. During hunting season, my girl is blank.
1: Pissed off at me. (laughs) All
0: All of my tree stands are blank.
1: Ghost. Ninja.
0: During the off season, my favorite thing to do is blank.
1: Hunt turkey and go fishing.
0: When I'm bored in the tree stand, I like to blank.
1: Tune in to Working Class Bowhunter Podcast live. Damn!
0: Damn. Hey, finish looking- tree. Oh yeah, that was good luck for you
2: last all right, year. ready? finish this sentence. Yep,
1: I got one kill for that.
2: <laughs> finish this sentence. Not for blank. Not for.
1: Sorry to all the ladies out there. B-I-T-C-Hs. You <laughs> <laughs> <He> spelled
2: it.
0: <laughs> Damn it! I was hoping for not for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we covered a lot. Um, I hope we covered it efficiently. I don't feel like it was efficient.
1: You know, we could go for hours, but we're going to know each other a long time. So once I'm no spring chicken, hit me up and we'll do another episode.
0: We'll do it. Hey, we'll yeah. see you next week, man, at the shoot. You got it. Everyone. Hey. What's up? Go ahead.
1: No, no. You do it. You do it.
0: Well, I was going to ask Steve if he had anything to add, but I kind of don't really want to ask nah, him. No, nah, I got nothing. Actually,
1: you know what? You know what? For the lack of the episode, Kurt and Steve, something positive. Steve first, so we get on a positive note with
2: Kurt. Uh, something positive, dude. I get to hang out with boy,
0: D-Rock, next week. That's something positive.
1: Fuck yeah. <laughs> you,
0: something positive is... It's archery season. We all get to shoot our bows, and then we all get to shoot our bows together next week. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow is Friday. <laughs> That's positive.
2: All right, yeah. <laughs>
0: all right. Everyone, I hope that you learned something. I hope that we covered it efficiently. If we didn't, we tried to make it fun. I'll have to do a video, but I want to do it right. So that'll come out sometime, and I don't know when. Thank you, Rock, for coming along. Thank you all for listening and hopefully enjoying our show. You know what to do. Finish it off, D-Rock. Go
1: shoot your bow. We love you.
0: Peace out. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.